The following program contains mature subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. The latest trends and hottest topics, love and sex, handled honestly and with passion. Here's Dr. Lori, CJAD 800. Tonight on the program, it is the Boys Club, another one of my favorite evenings where uh, the room fills up with lots of testosterone and where we go live on Facebook as well as of 10.15, so you can check it out on the CJD 800 Facebook page or my Facebook page at Dr. Lori Batito. Tonight we have on uh, Costa Sakiris, uh, Bhaskar Goswami, and John Gumbley. We'll talk about, uh, well, I'm going to bring up the subject that we discussed earlier on with the ladies on... On, uh, on Monday evening about the Me Too movement in terms of how it's affecting men, especially in industries where it's quite male-dominated. also want to address uh, this, uh, this woman who wrote a letter to a colleague of mine, actually, uh, and she essentially says that her husband shouldn't need porn and that she sees this as a form of cheating. I'll read you the whole message, which was uh, quite nasty. And another topic, if we have time, we'll get to is, is it ever okay to check your partner's email? So all that is coming up after 10.15, but first... Time to check out our inbox. Your calls and texts are always welcome. Connect with Passion now at 514-790-0800 or 514-800. And, of course, you can always email me during the week at laurie at drlaurie.com or through the iHeartRadio app as well. So this one was a text that was sent in late last night towards the end of the show, and I wanted to give it a bit more time, which is why I said I would save it for today. A very interesting question. At what point would you say that someone is developing an addiction to sex or certain types of sex? So there's, it's a bit of a two-part question here because it's the what are the kinds of sex, sexual activities that are often um, people get addicted to? And how can you tell if this form of or this behavior is addictive? So there's a couple of questions that I would ask, actually more than a couple. But is this, um, is the person concerned about their sexual behavior? Has the person lied to others in order to conceal their sexual behavior? Has the person made any efforts to stop, reduce, or control these behaviors? Has anyone ever complained or been concerned about the person's sexual behaviors? Um, have Has the person continued these behaviors in spite of negative consequences? And has uh, has the person had to increase the number or type of sexual behavior in order to achieve the same Effect. So those are some of the questions. Um, also, is there, uh, in terms of time spent, that's something else. Uh, in terms of the level of preoccupation, uh, whether it's online or, um, you know, some people are addicted, say, to, uh, to escorts. So they spend like huge amounts of times going through ads and, uh, just trying to find different people and, and they can spend a lot of time. People who are addicted to pornography could spend hours, uh, on porn as well. Um, do they keep anticipating or thinking about when is the next time they're going to be able to engage? One of the th- the big uh, hallmarks of this is the secrecy around it too. Um, 
and the impact on the couple, like how has this impacted the person's life, whether it's impacted their social life, their romantic life, because they may invest less with real life sex with their partner. So that may be um, a part of it as well. So those are uh, some of the things. So again, uh, some of the behaviors or examples of sex addiction are things like um, spending a lot of time in, in fantasy and masturbation. So excessive or a very, uh, like compulsive masturbation, uh, extramarital affairs and, and or a lot of seductive behavior. So kind of like serial cheating, sometimes bordering on, on cheating kinds of things. But remember, it has to fall within all the compulsive kind of nature about it. Uh, another example could be having lots of one night stands. So like anonymous sex type of things. Um, paying for prostitutes is another. Uh, it, it could be voyeuristic sex as well. Somebody who is addicted, say, to strip clubs as, as one example. Uh, exhibitionism is another form. It could be uh, where you expose yourself in public. So some of these are, are a little more uh, dysfunction. Well, they're all dysfunctional, but, uh, voyeurism, if it's not done within the context of like an establishment, uh, and is done like secretively, like spying on unsuspecting people, that's illegal as is exhibitionism illegal. Um, as is intrusive sex, in other words, touching others without their uh, uh, permission, things like that. Uh, sometimes uh, it could be a fetish uh, that is takes up a lot of space in the person's mind, like it, they they can't rid themselves of that, and so they're very compulsive about that, which can lead them to do a lot of secretive things, and it can even lead to some illegal activities. So. I hope that uh, that answers the question. If there's anything else you want to know, just uh, text me, 514-800. The first 15 minutes of every show, I like to spend answering your emails and uh, your texts. Uh, here's another one. I'm a 21-year-old bisexual man, and I'd like to know uh, what should I do to get used to receiving anal sex. As much as I love it, I don't do it that often. And because of that, it really hurts in the beginning. And my partner and I have to stop for a bit. I'm kind of tired of that. So what should I do? Well, basically a person always has to be ready to receive anal sex. So you have to be in a state of readiness, which means that you need to be uh, prepared. You need to be relaxed. You need to have lots of lube at your disposal. You need to go really slowly and you need to go at your own pace. If you, if it doesn't happen frequently and you want to, um, for example, practice kind of stretching the area, you could do that with sex toys. So you could ease into build up to having a penis in there. So starting with a finger play or using uh, butt plugs that are, are of different sizes to get accustomed so that it's not painful, so that the area is a little bit more stretched and that um, will provide less less pain. And for some people, no matter what you do, it is still uncomfortable for them. It is not pleasurable. It is uncomfortable. And so it's something that they may not want to engage in. And that's okay. You, you're, 
you wouldn't want your partner to do something, I would hope, that causes them that level of discomfort or pain, even if you've tried different things, preparing, lube, all of that, and still uncomfortable. That's the reality for a lot of people. It just isn't uh, comfortable, never mind pleasurable. And then for some, it's very pleasurable. And for some, it can lead to uh, great orgasms. But that's not... That's not for everybody. So I think it's important that we, <clears throat> that we put that out there, that it's okay if it's a, if it's one of your limits, if it's a, you know, call it a, a hard limit. A soft limit is when it, it may be under the right conditions. A hard limit is no way. This is just not going to happen because I am just completely not comfortable with this. Uh, so don't pressure me or don't try to convince me or what have you. So. Uh, if you ever have questions, you know you can send them along anytime, but I'm very excited uh, coming up in the program to have these discussions with a group of very dynamic men. Uh, we have uh, Costa, uh, Bascar, and John, who've all been on the show before, multiple times, in fact, and uh, very. it's always very stimulating uh, conversation and great uh, opinions, and it, it can get a little rowdy, and that's okay, because that's kind of fun. And we'll be live on Facebook, so you'll be able to interact with us as well. And we want to hear your thoughts on the topics that we are uh, discussing. But Your relationships on the line. Connect with Dr. Lori now. 514-790-0800. Passion. News Talk Radio. CJAD 800. Tonight up on the program, The Boys Club, and we are live on Facebook as well. Thank you to Paris Mansouri, who's behind the camera uh, for taking care of this. Please feel free to interact with us uh, off air as well. Joining us in studio, Costa Tsakiris, owner of Otavio's Restaurant, a regular on the program. Actually, everybody's a regular on this program who's here tonight. Uh, Bhaskar Goswami, master yoga teacher, speaker, and yogipreneur is here, and he'll tell us all about uh, his work when uh, on Facebook, of course. And we have John Gumbly, who is an entrepreneur in the hospitality industry. He's the owner of Bordel, Boutique and Bar, and Musique, among uh, many others. Hello, gentlemen. Hello. Hello. Good to have you here. Hello. John, Good to be up. here. <laughs> you yeah, sleeping? You had a long out. day? <laughs> I was looking at, I did have a long day, actually. You're the guy with ADD. I know that. Oh, I'm definitely <laughs> <not>. I know. <laughs> uh, all right. Last night, we had a really interesting discussion that I just wanted to bring. I don't want to spend the whole night on this, but I thought it was really interesting to, to we, not last night, the night before, we talked about it with the ladies. And what it was, it's it was an article that I read. Uh, that basically said uh, that men on Wall Street are so spooked by the Me Too movement, they're avoiding women at all costs. They're like suggesting no more dinners with female colleagues, don't sit next to them on flights, book hotel rooms on different floors, avoid one-on-one in meetings, and basically thinking that there is too high of a risk to hire women these days because it's it's just too damn like uh, confusing, risky, uh, scared of being accused of of being inappropriate, et cetera, et cetera. So, and it's having a backlash, of course, because now if if women aren't being hired in this industry, which is already male dominated, it's creating a it, it's creating a boys club and sex discrimination. It's like going full circle now to to something else. So, just wanted to know your thoughts. Um, I mean, you, especially uh, Costa and John, you work in an industry where there's, 
the hotel, the the uh, uh, a lot hospitality of, a lot of industry. Semi-naked girls. Yeah. Uh, well, well, not, in, not in, in my your industry. industry. <laughs> your industry more than mine. In mine, there's a lot <laughs> right. of semi-naked girls. But you, girls. but you also need to, you know, you're dealing with staff, lots of staff, and although it's not a male-dominated it's, industry, it's not a male-dominated industry. I think uh, John will agree that uh, in our industry, it's mostly women more than men. You know, so whether you cannot exclude him, mm-hmm. nor would I ever want to exclude them. In my business, it's a little more acceptable. In John's, there's no way in hell. Could yeah. you even manage uh, your No, but you still have women? to deal with some of the... Uh, some of these concerns or some of these worries. I really wanted to get the, the male perspective on, like, could you put yourself in the shoes of these guys? Like, if you were on Wall Street and you were in an industry that Listen, was Laurie, male-dominated... In my, in, my, in my opinion, it's also, having spoken to a few of these professional, these white-collar uh, people, they're... You know what? And I, I'm sorry if I'm being a little blunt. I think they're a little more uptight. Uh, the way that John would speak to uh, to a woman or I would speak to a woman maybe won't come off as creepy i guess you if you think? will okay because mm-hmm. we're, we're so we're so used to it that's what we speak to more than 50 percent of the time first of all i'd like to say that this these current events didn't you know shape the way i behave i stopped talking to women or being around them years ago so I started hiding. It's a joke. It's okay. <laughs> everyone looked at me like, like "What's wrong?" Wait, what? I know I'm teasing. I'm teasing. I don't believe him. Okay. My wife is super jealous. So I'm not allowed <laughs> oh, to talk yeah, to right, girls. Right, right. No, I guess I could go a little bit uh, towards what he was saying, in the sense that I, I I've never felt it. Again, we're not white collar guys. Uh, I don't know if they're necessarily more uptight than us, but that could be part of the problem. Mm-hmm. I, I just believe that. A lot of times, or quite often, the guys that do end up in those type of issues with women may have earned it in some shape or form over a period of time and and a, a recurring pattern of behavior. I'm not saying they've done the wrong right. things, but they might have been pushing the envelope a little bit right. and getting away with it. I believe if you're pretty fair and you treat men and women close to the same, right. and with odds kindness are. and respect and integrity, yeah, well, because others are saying, like, just don't be an asshole. Like, yeah. like really, that's the bottom line. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> like, that's what women are saying. Just... Don't be a damn I, I truly jerk. believe, like if a, if a woman sees that you're relatively the same, your your behavioral patterns are relatively the same with both sexes. They 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 don't, they don't get worry. yeah, okay. they don't worry as much. But if they see that you're treating them completely differently or quite differently, it changes mm. the whole scenario in their minds. You know, that's my opinion. Well, which makes sense, especially in a male dominated industry. If the women are treated differently than their male counterparts in the exact same positions, then or the questions arise. Then they're why. like, you don't yeah. look at them yeah. in that way, and why would, you're asking me this, but you don't ask them that. So, yeah, Bhaskar, any opinion? Well, on you that? know, it's interesting that yet again, you know, men are concerned, so the women have to change have and to be suffer. oppressed. Right, mm-hmm. the pattern repeats itself. You know, it's it's a bizarre thing that it's, you know, uh, that it's the the men are concerned. So, you know, figure that out. It's not a question of uh, again oppressing women. And the solutions, as these guys pointed out, you know, it's obvious. Just to be fair to everybody, you yeah. know, and just be right. everyone equal. Yeah, just be I a decent think, human being. I think that's uh, you brought up a good point. It's like because men are concerned, now women have to be oppressed. And I think that was the bottom line of that article. In a way, it was like mm. now the women are suffering the consequences again. Yeah. In a you know, in a in a different way because it's men an old fear tune. of their yeah. reputation. Let's mm-hmm. say, and it could be on purpose as well. Right. What do you like, mean? well, the whole idea of, of, of women now being oppressed because men can't include them in things because mm-hmm. they're worried there might be 
you know, negative impacts could be men using that to their advantage. Ah. Well, I'm not including this woman or I don't think she's right. Because of this. Uh, yeah, but on oh. the side, it's that's his reasoning. But they're getting away with a I'm, I'm one of so them. Could so be, could, be that, could yeah. be that could be that you're saying that those men are already kind of misogynistic anyway and might Potentially, resent and a form the of women reverse for psychology, being, being you know? there yeah. anyway. So this just gives them the kind of the yeah, impetus. You just keep it simple and be a decent human being. You don't have that concern. <laughs> I agree with See, him See, that's that. a thing. Bashkar said it perfectly. Nine times right. out of ten, though. Nine times mm-hmm. out of ten. But that's still yeah, 90%. That's yeah. you know. But if you're a decent human being and you make a, like, you make a mistake, it will be pointed out. Right? Most right people away. will know that's a decent human being. I'm sure he didn't realize what he just said to me. Mm-hmm. I'll point it out and you would be mortified with yourself and you'd say, whoa, I'm, you know, I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's not going to happen again. Yeah. So that would be the kind of the, the, the decent way to handle a situation like that. But it would mean that you'd have to behave decently all the time. Yeah. But what, why would you, do, if it's not in you, why would you behave any differently any time? Well, why did this come up? Like, again, you know, like, why did this whole Me Too movement happen? Because yeah, there's a lot of non-decent people. Well, let's call them douchebags <laughs> and stick it, say it like it is. There's a so lot of So there you go. And yeah. those, unfortunately, create this image that most men are like that. And I don't believe that oh, for a no second way. that most men are like that. But no. what happens to all the good men who have to fight this too? So you're in a position of like... I'm not part of that. Like, I don't want to be associated with that as a well. The, as sec- a man. the sec- if I were to give it any type of credence, that's when I fall into that. I don't give it any importance. Right. I don't. I'm exactly. not one of them. Nor, and I'm not even going to acknowledge it. Because and I'm, have you ever had an issue like that? I've never had an issue. Exactly. I've neither never. have I. And imagine in in my world, it can yeah, be it easily be easy. misconstrued right, right away, anytime. right away. But right. because I'm very respectful, I treat the girls that work for me and with me really, really well. I I I know that they work hard and they contribute to my business. I don't treat them like cattle or sheep at all. Right. And and in and it, in my world, it could be a lot easier for that to happen. But right. I don't. I just don't believe in that. You know, sometimes I've heard my I've heard this coming out of my husband's mouth when he sees stories like this. He says, he says, I don't know. Sometimes I'm 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 ashamed to be a man. Like this is what he says to me. Because Lori, sometimes I'm just ashamed. Yeah, <laughs> you we know? all feel that. It's sometimes. like generally speaking. By and large, men have kind of lost their way. You know what it means to be masculine is just being destroyed out there. Yeah, it's it's it's, a, it's, it's well. Actually, I've had uh, I've had a friend of mine who's uh, what, she's what in her mid to late thirties, and she said she, she's single, and she's like, "There's no men out there. Men are not men anymore. They're they're, they're boys. They don't know how to react. They don't know how to act around a woman. They don't know how to treat a woman. Not bad. Just they don't know how to treat a woman." And I would assume it's because of the fact that they're more reserved. They hold back because they're afraid of this or afraid of that. Mm. Could be afraid of coming on too strong or afraid of saying the wrong thing. Or, but, but then I feel that makes me feel kind of bad for the men who are trying. You know, what, who are, are they trying? Who are are they not there? trying? They just don't well, know? But some of the men out there who genuinely are, are good guys are feeling a little bit lost because – they don't know. They're supposed to uh, kind of be the aggressor or, or whatever, and then they don't because they don't want it to be misconstrued or misinterpreted. So they hold back, and then they're not seen as real. Me- like it's, it can be a. It's a very confusing when time. You say aggressor, I think. Are you saying like, like courting the, the women? Initiator, yeah. Let's say like sometimes sure, the initiator. Like, so if of, you're doing that with humor, and your humor is cute and funny, and you make exactly. smile, that's one thing. If your humor is to make comments like, "Oh, I Lute wish you were comments. wearing a shorter skirt" or right, stuff like right. that. I mean, first of all, okay, that's, that's just 
that's creepy. But, like, but that's it, it's not creepy, seductive. but those are the type of things that start to cause that issue where a woman could be uncomfortable around a man. It's, it's comments like that that are crossing the line. Like, I wouldn't tell him, hi, I really like how your butt looks in those pants. <laughs> And thinking, What's wrong know, with my butt in these your pants? Your butt looks okay in the pants, but I didn't say hi to you and tell you. True, right? true. Now, if I did that to a girl, but a lot of no, men will do that to yeah. a woman, and they just think that's like, you know, I'm, I'm playing yeah, a game. I'm playful. Yeah, it's playful, right. but it's not. There's other ways to be playful. So what you're saying is behave the same way you would to your guy friends or your guy entourage than you, you would to that, the women. So if, you, you're, if you're known to like comment on all the guys butts in their pants and your friend and then the girls see so it then and they know oh he does that to everybody yeah, that's, exactly. that's just him and i'm sort of an in-between guy so i, I could get away on both ends there a little bit because <laughs> I, I did comment on his butt a little bit so, <laughs> so, I could flip. so there you go ladies right, I, and, and when, I, when i when i first saw paris today i talked about pinching uh, a girl's butt and if you pinched it hard enough she was dating me remember so uh, <laughs> it's not really a point to come in here but it all goes together in some way shape or form Oh, the guys are funny. This is the boys' <laughs> club tonight. Uh, Costa Sakiris is here. He is the owner of Otavio's uh, restaurant. Baskar Goswami is a master yoga teacher. We can certainly talk about yoga and sexuality, but that could be a whole other show that we could do together about uh, the benefits, because I've talked about the benefits of yoga for sexuality in terms of uh, flexibility and positioning and, and uh, mindfulness. Exactly. Presence, being present in the moment. Uh, John Gumbley is here. He's an entrepreneur, uh, and he is the owner of Bordell, which you may have gone to, and they just did a really big, wonderful uh, fun, um, event for underprivileged kids at their place, so that's a wonderful thing. So that's our boys tonight. Coming up, we'll, uh, I want to share um, a letter that somebody, a woman, wrote to one of my colleagues, and basically it's a woman who says, my husband shouldn't need porn, and it is cheating, but I'll... I will share that, and you guys can have your say about uh, what you think in terms of uh, what what actually is infidelity in this day and age. Talking about a confusing time now with so many different things going on that could be construed as uh, as infidelity. So we'll talk about that coming up. But first, let's check in with our CJD 800 newsroom. The following program contains mature subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. It's sex out loud, and you're welcome to listen in. Passion on CJAD 800. The guys are in studio tonight. Costa Sakiris, Bhaskar Goswami, and John Gumbley. Uh, Paris Mansouri is hiding in the corner, and she is uh, filming for Facebook. So you can go to the CJD 800 Facebook page, watch us live. You can go to my Facebook page as well. And if you uh, like my Facebook page, you'll get alerted to every time we actually go live. Uh, John texts in, Dr. Laurie and friends, each woman has their own sense of humor and what is a bit too far. And that's also true. Mm -hmm. It's like some of us can take, More or, than or it's not just take, it's like don't we don't see it as a big deal. Or we don't, it's like somebody who can say something and not be offended, whereas someone else might be offended by the same same kind of thing. We're getting so, into a whole other topic that we're yeah, but I think But I think it's important that individually, if I say something to any of you and yeah. I offend you, that you say to me, hey, Lori, that was kind of, like, that offended me or that was offensive or that wasn't appropriate. Like, don't don't say that again. I say, oh, but crap, once you I didn't want to do that. Reaction, right. You won't. 
I won't do it again. To behave that way, that's then I'm the harassing problem. you, and that's what people exactly. need to learn. Exactly. Yeah. But you see, I think it has to do again with the. You see, Bashkar deals with uh, people on a daily basis. Yoga. You, you, we're in the hospitality industry. Yeah. We're dealing with people. That's all we do. Yeah. So whether we like it or not, we're able to pick up on cues. You're that better at it's, picking it's up not on fair cues, to maybe. compare us to the to the average. That's person all we do because all we do. I deal with body people, language, yeah, body language, but drunk people exactly. that are thinking differently. Yeah, yeah. And I have to find yeah. ways to deal with the situations as a to facilitator diffuse. to diffuse Precisely. issues. Exactly. So then maybe we all need to be responsible for for, our for, yes. for ourselves and our feelings. And if something bothers us, to say it out loud, sure. to mm. be able to say it, and the and we have to be respected in that. In other words, if I tell you stop. Don't do it again. Exactly. Right? But you can tell from someone's body language when they're bothered. If somebody, Most of the time, you could easily tell if, you, if, if somebody's not enjoying your humor, they're not showing that they're enjoying it. Right. So you learn just to back off. You learn that's people, not the person to... No, some people some can't. Some people have a hard time with that. Yeah. Right? I know, but we... Right. The person that's like the aggressor, let's call mm-hmm. it, has to learn. Now it's time to take the pedal off the metal a little right, bit. Right, right, right. And I'll just say it for your listeners. There's a technique called nonviolent communication, NVC, which is very effective. I invite your listeners to check it out. It's a wonderful way of expressing these things without being offensive in return mm-hmm. so that other persons can still walk away with their dignity intact and right. still learn the lesson behind so it. So what would... In, in this situation, what would you... How would you tell me to respond if somebody did something that maybe crossed the line and I said, hey, I, I, I'm not comfortable or with that? Or something like that would be like, you know, when you said that, I, I, I felt this way. I'm, I'm, I'm wondering how you meant it. And right. just give them a chance to express, oh, no, I didn't mean it that way. I actually meant this way. So it gives them a way to also walk away. Uh, right. Understood. Right. So that that's actually an excellent technique is I, I, I'm wondering if you meant it mm-hmm. this way or how you meant it mm-hmm. so that – you can get rid of the misunderstandings mm-hmm. that may be there Before that are, that are obvious. Like sometimes the, yeah. that happens. Like that's <clears throat> going to happen, you know. All right, I want to share something with you. I have a colleague of mine, Michael Castleman, who writes for Psychology Today, and he had written this whole thing about uh, porn watching or whatever. And a woman, mm-hmm. te- a woman wrote to him and said. I'm going to uh, I'm going to read you and then you can you can discuss. I just read your his porn her pain. It was an article that was published in Psychology Today. It's B.S. My husband has absolutely no need to masturbate if I'm around. And if I'm not and he watches porn, it's cheating. There is no reason for men in relationships to go elsewhere for sexual satisfaction. Porn is disgusting and presents an unrealistic view of sex. Real women don't behave like porn stars. Porn warps guys' perception of what women really want and how they behave intimately. It's dangerous and should not be part of any relationship. Your article gives men permission to use porn to cheat on their partners with the poor excuse of needing to self-soothe. You have no right giving that permission. If a man has a real live woman to help him de-stress, why would he use his hand? <laughs> so this was her answer. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm with... My colleague who talked about the benefits of self-love, self-sex, you know, Are we and talking, self-pleasure. Is that a, uh, the, a medical term for masturbation? Well, it's another, <laughs> it's, it's, it's another form of self-love. Yeah. Yes, of, self-loving. Of yes. Self-loving. So what yeah. are your, th- like this is, and this is her response. This is her belief. And I wonder no. how many other people believe that, you know. Uh, so as a guy, what do you, like, answer this, say this, you know. She's out in left field somewhere. Okay, so She's tell her why. Like another planet. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's tell her why. Well, there, let's be so constructive about wrong. it. First of all, porn, 
First of all, I don't see porn. Did you? Why did you? It, buy? it just shake. I, I felt the shaking. Why do you oh, get excited every time okay. you yeah. say porn? <laughs> porn. I don't. I don't see anything wrong with porn. Now, do I? Do I agree? Porn. All porn is good. No, not all porn is good. And I don't expect my wife to act like the porn actresses in a movie. That's precisely what a porn is. It's, it's a movie. It's right. a fantasy. It's like now, watching fast driving. You're not exactly. Drive I'm not going to go out on uh, Papineau and René Lévesque here and uh, start uh, spinning out and uh, drifting uh, to right. get down uh, to the highway. But you enjoy so, those movies. You I enjoy watching right. them because mm-hmm. it's entertaining. Right. As is... Um, and Which I don't. Movies, I don't porn or the action? <laughs> Both. Okay. Both. Uh, or an action <laughs> porn. Actually, hey, that could be such, interesting. Such things. Okay. Drifting while oh, while having sex. Drifting while having sex. John Jay, we got something. Drifting here. while having sex. There you go. Okay, at a pool, stripper pool. At <laughs> all right, all right. Perfect. Settle down, gentlemen. I no, no. don't need all this excitement. Now, self self love. Okay, uh-huh. I I self don't sex. Self sex. Uh-huh. I don't see anything wrong with that. I actually encourage it, and you know what. I, I full disclosure. I, I got no problem admitting multiple times in a week, mm-hmm. and my wife could tell you that you know what, she's got no problem with that either. And it doesn't take away from not the at all. If together. if anything, it it adds to it. Right. And in my uh, at least for me. And if you want it more than say your wife is ready for, why can't you? just Oh no, take she care she she she's ready at any given time. But that's a whole other. Yeah. This is this is getting uh, this is getting in this the is field. <laughs> now. What's going on here? All right. No more personal. What do you think? Tell me. What do you think about this? How um, wow. would you answer this this woman, especially as she says that in her mind, watching porn is actually cheating? You want me to be constructive because well, I, I find I, I, it I, sounds I, like without she's being from mean a to loony her. bin. Okay. You know? So I didn't want to be mean. <laughs> right. But first of all, the part about ideally saying that it has it gives men other expectations of women because we're mm-hmm. watching the porno and women are supposed to behave that way then are men supposed to think that most porns ha- most pornos have men with like extra large to giant mm-hmm. members so if we were to watch a porno and believe every man was like that and every woman expected that too we could never even have sex with a woman in our lives right. because we would be giving ourselves this like false reality that doesn't exist at least to a certain extent right to me it's her thinking that you guys are idiots thinking that you don't know that you can't yeah, make yeah. the difference between oh. fantasy and reality and, and, and here's the other thing now how does she know when her husband or her significant other masturbates? Does he like write her a note or <laughs> does he call her and tell her I'm about to like, you know, jack off? Because I do too, just like he does, but I don't tell. It's not something you generally yeah, tell. Like, I, I, I don't mean, announce I'm go- it. I'm going off to, you know. So the amount of times or when it happens, I'm pretty sure my significant, <laughs> Shauna doesn't know, you know. I don't tell her. So I don't know. Right. I, I find it was very off, off base. But maybe, well, for whatever, maybe she discovered porn on his computer who knows right yeah, she yeah. might have discovered he but says it's not well, cheating how you know, could you consider exactly. cheating how could you even consider it cheating? because it's not her but he's like not the, having sex with the that way woman. she's thinking is that because it's not her and it's the use of the visuals of someone else that that's the cheating Bascar, what do you think about that well i don't think this is about gender this is more about uh you know uh prudishness and choice you know mm-hmm. and she's entitled to her belief but cause and effect she's going to so live by those beliefs. Uh, so women also masturbate and watch porn. So it's not a gender thing. It's thank more, you. That's yeah, exactly, exactly it. Yeah. The, the study shows about forty percent of women, mm-hmm. maybe more men do, but still about forty percent of women watch, watch porn. porn. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, That's and it's it's getting higher and higher. And men, women are demanding a different kind of porn now. Like one of the highest searches on Pornhub was romantic porn. So <laughs> people are actually looking Cute. for more context, more mm. an actual storyline too. 
storylines, things that are have you maybe ever seen porn actors and actresses act though? Like wow, <laughs> really <laughs> bad. Oh my lord, it's really bad. Oh my goodness. Anyway, uh, coming up, we'll talk about is it ever okay to check your partner's emails? That's something that I'm not sure if we've ever discussed before, but we uh, will ask the guys here after. Straight talk that's all inclusive. Passion with Dr. Lori. News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. The guys are in studio and we are live on Facebook uh, at CJD 800 Facebook page. Uh, I, I love this text. Somebody wrote this in. Dr. Lori, have you heard this old chestnut of wisdom? Bascar, you're going to like this one. Porn has given men unrealistic expectations of women and Walt Disney has given women unrealistic expectations <laughs> of men. It is brilliant. Yeah, brilliant. That well is said. brilliant because it is so true that women, girls, are raised in that with that Cinderella story mm. with the prince and the prince charming will sweep me off my feet and will live happily ever after. The expectations mm. that women may have just simply from growing up in that in the culture of Walt Disney mm. movies and and fairy tales is so misleading in terms mm. of what real life is all about. So that's brilliant. I'm I'm stealing that. I'm keeping that, and I'm going to repeat that. That's a great one. Thank you, whoever texted in. Appreciate that. All right, the last little topic for tonight. Is it ever okay to check your partner's emails? Like, you know, why do people do it? Do people do it because they are nosy, because they suspect something? What does it say about your relationship if you are snooping? To me, it's Rocky. a red flag. Yeah, something's going on. So I don't know. To me, I, it's mean, a, I, I will never, I will never go look at my wife's emails unless she specifically asks me to go look at an email that she wants me to see. I will never open up her email. Never, whether it's open in front or of me or a text, even or ta- a phone, nothing, whatever, nothing. Right. Unless she asks me to open up her phone and read her a specific message, I will never do it. Hmm. It's like looking through a woman's purse or something. I, like, I, I wouldn't would even that. look through my wife's purse. Yeah. Even, oh, she hands me her purse, but there's so many things in it. <laughs> you I don't even want to. <laughs> I get mad. Like, don't no, I don't want to look through it. So. <laughs> different, different <laughs> strokes for different things. Uh, exactly. Well, okay, so it, I think we all agree. Like, it's it's just not okay, and it's a sign of, of trouble. But I do believe in transparency in relationships, right? So, mm. for example... My husband and I, we have the same passcode. Like, I can open his phone anytime. He can open my phone oh, anytime. Same, same with our, our email, same with our mm, iPad, same with true. everything. Right? So we all have yeah. the same passcode. It's not a mm. problem. But I've heard from, like, other partners where, oh, my husband changed his or my wife changed her code. You know, it's like can't even use her stuff. Like, that That immediately raises to me, like, a flag, right? It's like I understand we all have a need for privacy. It's a need for it's not so much privacy because when you're in a relationship, yeah, not that much private, privacy. Yeah. Uh, okay. That's why there's there's transparency, but you don't want to be spied on. You know, it's like the feeling of being watched. Like nobody likes likes that feeling. Mm. But transparency, I think, is uh, is very important. I agree. Well, well, it's a, it's a, it's a, go ahead, go ahead. I mean, some of the reasons could be there's some confidential information passing through at work that, uh, that uh, you know, are for, you know, um, the reader's eyes only. There mm-hmm. are other reasons as well. So if you're, so the motivation behind it If it's it matters, a work email, like that's a email. different thing. If it's a work yeah. computer, I can but get it. But otherwise, it's really pointing to a breakdown in trust. Um, 
Otherwise, you know, who's got that kind of time? You know, I yeah. can't even look through my emails. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. <laughs> do you have a lot of emails? <laughs> Back I do down. too. I would like uh, well, you would not years want to of junk through. email on top of the important things too, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. In my scenario, it's hard for me to answer the question in someone else's shoes. Like you, Shauna and I share the same code, and um, we work together. So she has access to. We have access to each other's emails at all times. So I don't even think about it. But no, we don't snoop. But we do see each other's emails no, quite often. Like at any given moment, something could come in from somebody and it shows up on the computer she's using right. that's linked to me and right. vice versa. Right. So I think snooping and seeing are two very different things. Oh, yes. see, seeing yes. is one thing. Yeah. Attention, yeah. yeah. When you start to dig, but usually it's like you said, there's a rocky situation exactly. or somebody's insecure. The only, the only time I, I changed my passcode and it was because uh, one of my daughters who wants to get on my phone to go play games, and, and I don't want it. them accessing that. Oh. Right. So I don't want them playing games on my phone, so I changed the passcode. First thing I did, I called my wife, listen, I changed the passcode, this is the passcode. She's like, oh, I don't care, I don't even care. Why are you telling me? Right. Just we just had case. to do that right. for our son, too, because he bought like $300. <laughs> oh, you, okay, you had that, too? Yeah, yeah. Wait, what's, yeah. That? what's the game all the Fortnite. 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 Yeah, yeah. And he started with like a naked dude, and he took $300 from me, and all of a sudden his character had like two swords and a golden <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Armor. Yeah, it's you, crazy. You, you, can create, you know like, that that's one of the top searches on Pornhub? Is Fortnite? Fortnite? Really? On really? Pornhub is Fortnite. <laughs> what? Fortnite porn. Guess right. who's going to be watching some uh, <laughs> Fortnite porn? All of your listeners. Shauna, uh, <laughs> I won't tell you what I'm doing in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> or stay up. Yeah, yeah. I'll wait till she goes to sleep. That's what I usually <laughs> but do. But I like what you said, John, about seeing is not snooping. And yeah. that's, to me, the difference between with transparency but you know some and and someone who's not transparent is someone who is hiding so if your partner t is constantly taking their phone wherever they go it's weird and right? and is always down and like you know that you can sense when there's a secrecy about it that's that's really not being transparent and at that moment a person might be inclined inclined to say wait a second i'm feeling something's off and may pick up the phone at that point but that it's almost an act of desperation at mm. that moment when yeah. you're feeling like you're you're having the wool pulled over your eyes possibly so you're you you want to check and to tell you the truth most people that i speak to who've done that have found stuff so it's mm. almost like if you hire a private detective you're gonna find something like if mm. you get to the point where you're hiring a private detective yeah. uh, it's because I, there's already the reason you, a, you have the reason already a, there's a gut feeling and you're going to find it I, when i've spoken to pis they tell me that 99 percent mm. of the time they find something often that insecurity is generated over time right it's not necessarily one individual in the relationship was insecure it could be that a series of events over a period of time mm -hmm. slowly led that person to become insecure because so many questionable things happen like many of the things that you mentioned in behavioral patterns and it leaves one of the per people in the relationship in a place where they're not trusting right yeah, which yeah. is normal so if if there has been indiscretions or infidelities you need complete transparency, yeah, and it, and which is more than just seeing. It's like here you can snoop all you want. Like yeah. I want, you know, I'm giving you permission to look because you've got to uh, build a trust. I I met with a couple, and the the husband had cheated, and the wife said like I need to know. Like this is you know, and he was like, if you're gonna start looking at my phone and my stuff, I don't want any of it. 
Yeah. I said, okay, well, that's part of the healing process. I'm sorry, but like you have to take responsibility, yeah, of course, uh, for the for the 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 betrayal and I now agree. the building of trust. So you mm. can't just say, well, I'm done with it now. Like, no, I don't want you invading my privacy. What you've damaged, but you you've must damaged. Repair. If you right. want, if you want to fix it and keep yeah. it, you have to fix it yourself. Uh, damaged trust is hard to repair, mm. but yeah, it is hard, but it's doable. Mm. But doable, it requires. Yeah. Transparency. transparency it requires mm-hmm. that level if my wife of, wants to go through my emails and respond to a few of them also go right ahead go ahead go I ahead w- i wish i could give my husband the opportunity <laughs> mine Please. already does that so it's great i have like three people answering my emails now it's great <laughs> uh this texter writes and this is on the on the porn and cheating even as a woman i find it ridiculous to consider masturbation to porn cheating as no betrayal or interaction with another person as such is involved when viewing images and one is entitled to arouse and please one's proper self and body without requiring permission from anyone as people are not properties to own so much as adults whose consent should be respected and appreciated that makes perfect sense like that woman it's almost like she owns her husband and you can only you're not allowed to self but you know having sex with yourself is cheating Mm -hmm. it's like hello (laughs) it's like how is that cheating Oh, my. Guys, you have been wonderful as usual. So uh, let's go around the table and find out where uh, everybody can be found. Costa, where can people find you on social media? Uh, The one, the one. The one underscore, no, the, the underscore, underscore one, one you know seventy four. No, yet. I don't even know the Jeez. underscore uh-huh. one seventy four. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> or on Facebook, Otavio's. On, Otavio Resto mm-hmm. on Facebook, or my personal one is Costa with a K. Securus. All right, and uh, Bascar, where can people find you? Bascargoswami uh, dot com, and uh, handle is Yogipreneur. Yogipreneur, love it, and uh, check out uh, his uh, wisdom stories. I think I can't wait to hear them. And John, where can people find you? Give us like one or two, not yeah, two. Yeah, I'll, 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 <laughs> it's like Muhammad Ali introducing yeah, himself, right? That's terrible. Um, on on uh, Instagram, it's Daddy Nightlife, which is uh, where you can find me on Instagram. And basically for any of my projects in the future and things that are already in place, gigantic.com, J-E-G-A-N-T-I-C.com. Wonderful. Guys, thank you so much for being here. Paris Mansory, thank you for being behind the camera. And thank you to all our viewers on uh, on Facebook as well and to all our listeners, of course, and, and your input through text. Uh, thanks to our technical producer, Dave Simon. You can connect with me on social media at Dr. Lori Batito or through my uh, website, drlori.com. Coming up next on CJD, the CTV National News. Have a great rest of the evening and remember to live your life with passion.